You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Your discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional, Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Your original source for fake news, Fox News. We make shit up. Oh, yeah. 
I gotta do this first. Hold on. This is Fox So-Called News. Yeah. So-Called News. Uh, that song, Fox News is an 80s power pop song. A production done by a guy named Nick Lutzko three years ago. But it worked for today. You know, I went looking for uh, stuff, for parodies and comedy bits about Fox, because that's where we're going today. Oh, yes. Um, and I came across that. I don't know who this guy Nick Lutzko is, but that was on uh, YouTube. And thank you to him. And the thing is, if you weren't watching the video, you just heard the lyrics, you're thinking that those are awfully strange song lyrics. Well, the thing is, they had the Fox News personalities mouthing those words. They were actually verbatim quotes that these idiots were saying live on the television uh, that Nick Lutzko set to music. Sometimes all you have to do is repeat the words that they say. Yeah, it did sound like Huey Lewis in the news, right? I hear you. Um, so welcome to a Friday, everyone. I'm Nicole Sandler. Today, it's just you and me and this filing. So, you know, yesterday... I was thinking we were going to we were going to get a lot of entertainment out of the report, the grand jury report out of uh, Fulton County, Georgia. But no, the the release we got yesterday was was sparse, <laughs> to, to, to put it lightly. There wasn't much there there. Hopefully there's a lot. I, well, I believe there is a lot more there. We just are not going to see it yet, mostly because um indictments are imminent if we believe Fannie Willis and we will, you know, they can't release this grand jury report until the case is over. Um, If it's released now, it would hurt. It would hurt the defendants because all the information would be out in the public first. They have a hard time picking a jury, getting a fair trial. And it's important that whoever is indicted um, get a fair trial because the last thing we need is a mistrial and them to, you know, be set free because of some administrative snafu. So, um, but that's okay. So we were disappointed by what we were able to get from that report, but I wasn't expecting this other bombshell report and that's exactly what it is. So we've heard that Dominion Voting Systems, uh, 
was, uh, you know, filed lawsuits against Fox, against One America News, against all the people that spread these ridiculous lies about them, um, that they were the villain, that they were the ones who, um, uh, well, who spread lies saying that Dominion was helping to steal votes, to switch votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. And it's absurd. So I pulled up the complaint, the the whole, the filing that was released yesterday, thinking, oh, I'll, I'll just read through it today and I'll highlight some of the, you know, the fun parts. And well, the thing is, it's, it's, <laughs> It's 443 pages. So I, 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 I'm going to read to you. I'm going to share with you the beginning, the, the, as Donald Trump would say, the oranges of the, of the suit. And we'll go from there. I've got a lot of the takeaways. I got a lot of quotes. The phone lines are open. 954-889-6410. Or you can Skype in. Uh, to Nicole Sandler, and I believe that's what our pal Spocko did. Spocko, you there? Uh oh, Spocko, why am I not hearing you? Hold on, let's see, let's see what the problem is. Um, because Spocko should be there. Uh, don't tell me I'm not going to be able to get phone calls today. Oh man, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Spocko, are you there? I wonder if if I lost Spocko. You know what? I'm going to, uh, 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 I, I, he appears to have hung up. All right. I'm, I'm going to call him because Spocko was there, but I don't know. Maybe I missed the call. We'll find out. I, I know Spocko has a doctor's appointment to Spock. What? Hey, did you, you just call, didn't you? Oh, I'm here. You are here. So Spocko, Spocko is a, I'm here. You're here, and he's a media guy. So, so did you read over this filing from Dominion Voting Systems with uh, as much glee as I did? Hello, Spocko. Do you not hear me? Oh no, I can hear you. Okay, hi. Okay, so oh, happy Friday! (laughs) (laughs) Happy Friday! All right, let's try this again. Did you read this filing from Dominion? Yes, I've read all 192 pages. No! No, it's 443 pages. What 192? Oh, I was just reading part of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I Actually, I was, uh, I was busy reading the 122-page uh, uh, memo uh, from the uh, this January 6th memo uh, from the committee about uh, Facebook and Twitter, which I can oh. talk about later. But um, I, uh, I, I know you're going to talk about this, about the case, and more, I actually, um, I, I'm going to have to be quick. I know, because uh, you got to run. The thing, right. the thing that I want your uh, the listeners to uh, to note when they're hearing about this tonight yeah. is that everybody in the mainstream media, they're going to be talking all about this, about the First Amendment and the various different rules about uh, malice, actual malice. And uh, I, I really want people to understand that the mainstream media is very nervous about this case because they see themselves as journalists, which they are, 
However, some Fox are is not right. Um, See, some are, and that's the difference. It used to be that you, if you were a journalist, you were a journalist. That's how it was when I got into broadcasting. News was news, um, and and journalists were very, very careful to remain somewhat neutral, or at least appear to be. Uh, when they're reporting the news. That all flew out the window, really, when the Fairness Doctrine went away. Thank you, Ronald Reagan, right? Right. Um, and it only what got worse than that after, you know, Bill Clinton and his Telecommunications Act of 1996. Sort of like Citizens United did to our elections and our, mm-hmm. uh, our society. Um, these, these uh, the doing away with regulations over broadcasting did to the news industry and now it is an industry it's more a business than anything else and that's what's at the root of this so we're seeing in this filing from dominion text messages and emails and communications between the executives at fox the so-called talent the so-called journalists and how they knew that the whole thing was a sham the whole thing the big lie was a big lie but they went there anyway and that's what's at the heart of this lawsuit um that that's the bottom line the bottom line what what dominion is suing over is that the network allowed conspiracy theories about the election to air despite all the parties knowing in the words of Rupert Murdoch, that those theories were, quote, crazy. And what's fascinating, uh, Ryan Grimm was on earlier today on, on the majority report talking oh, about this, and he's uh-huh. from The Intercept. Sure. And he said, you know, I know a lot about defamation because it's one of those cases that real journalists need to know because they can be sued for things. And in the filing, they make it clear that you know, malice isn't, oh, I hate them. I'm doing it because I hate them. It's, you know, something is wrong and false and you, and you do, do it, it anyway. anyway. Yes. And this is the thing. And it wasn't just one person in the, in the filing. It says multiple people, executives knew it was wrong, knew it was false, and they continue to do it over a long period of times, even after they were corrected on the air, they were corrected by guests, yes. they were um, get, getting messages and stuff, and they kept doing it. And this is one of the big things that I really, I'm very excited about this case. And oh, you I and me both. know that there's going to be all sorts of ways that the media, they always had the First Amendment experts on, etc. They're always looking to defend free speech and for you know over government overreach and that's what they do and the media will do the same things what i want to see and remind in this case they pointed out is they at fox news are con- totally guilty there's it amounts of evidence specific detailed evidence and they should be severely punished oh, and yeah. this can be a uh, huge case in terms of impacting the stock price. And this is a big thing that I feel like so oftentimes we feel like we can't do anything because, you know, we don't have any way of doing it. Impacting the stock prices with big cases like this, massive corporations like Dominion coming on and doing these cases, that's the kind of pressure that is one of the few pressures that we still have. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage people to say, all right, let's, you know, 
acknowledge this and understand here's how we do it. We, we acknowledge and we push this and not just let it go away. Make it big, big deal. Well, and, and these are, as we get into this filing, you'll find that was a big concern of the on-air personalities of Tucker Carlson and, and Sean Hannity that our stock price, our stock is going down. We can't do that. We can't have people leaving us because we're not giving them the information they want to hear. They're going to go to Newsmax who's doing a shitty job of reporting, but they're reporting more truth than we are. So we need to, we need to just keep up the charade. And, and mm-hmm. you'll hear through some of the, 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 the quotes that I'll share that that's exactly what was going on. They knew behind the scenes, they're going, this is fucked. Donald Trump is a joke. Of course he lost. And on the air, they're pushing the lies. And it, right, I mean, they, it, it's exactly what you said. They knew that the information was false, and yet they presented it as news anyway. You know, I'm looking forward to this, uh, some of the other uh, pieces of it, uh, because, you know, I uh, there was a defamation case uh, where OAN was uh-huh. sued by Ruby Freeman, who was the election worker in Georgia. The mother. Right, 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 and um, Shay Shay Moss and Ruby, the daughter, right, and that was settled out of out of court. Was it? And this might also there. I don't know if the same kind of discovery come up, but this is the kind of thing that came up, and they, Fox could be guilty for this too. And I pointed out today that um, the other area that this is uh, is. Defamation, like for example, Tucker Carlson uh, went on and uh, attacked the uh, the Vanderbilt medical executives about them providing transgender affirming care, yeah. and these that that's the kind of thing I think that Vanderbilt Medical and Boston Children's can use what they've learned in this Dominion voting system case to say, oh. You know, they did it at that time. I mean, maybe they stopped sending text messages, but they should be suing the same way because we now set a precedent of here's how terrible they are. Mm -hmm. And they need to look at, okay, we can sue them and beat them on uh, in these cases, too. It's kind of like in the in the movie Bombshell, where Gretchen Carlson went after the executives internally and she recorded them because you got to use your internal information against them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and yes, you know, today I was hoping to uh, to delve into the legal side of it a little bit to see what the what the uh, exposure is here. Um, and I called on our mutual friend, Spocko, Lisa Graves, who's knee deep in the election for the Wisconsin Supreme Court. And she's mm. like, I'm just, I'm buried. Next week, can we do it next week? It's like, yes. So Lisa Graves will be here one day next week to talk about the legal ramifications. And, you know, I, I have questions and I don't know who to, because Lisa's not available today. So I got the... um you know the 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 chat bot, the open AI chat, <laughs> and I asked it. I said, um, uh, I said, first of all, could the Dominion lawsuit put Fox Corp out of business? 
And the answer that the chatbot gave me says it's highly unlikely that the Dominion lawsuit could put Fox Corp out of business. The lawsuit, which was filed by Dominion Voting Systems against Fox News, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, alleges that they made defamatory statements about Dominion and its voting machines. The lawsuit seeks billions of dollars in damages. And then it goes on to say, while the lawsuit is significant and has the potential to impact the reputation and finances of those involved, it's unlikely to put Fox Corporation out of business. It's a large and diversified media company, blah, 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 blah. So then I asked, will the individuals who knowingly broadcast false information on Fox be held personally liable? Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingraham, Sean Hannity are all personally named in the suit. And the chatbot responded that it's unclear at this point whether those individuals, including uh, Fucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, and Sean Hannity, will be held personally liable. Um, the lawsuit alleges that they made defamatory. You know, it, it, it pulls that you can see how it's pulling the answers. But it says we don't know yet. Individuals can be held personally liable. Even if these, their defamatory statements were made in the course of their employment, but it can be difficult to prove. However, we have the proof in these filings and the texts and the emails that they sent. So, and, and as you'll hear when I read the beginning of the actual uh, filing, they are all called out individually by name. I, I, I hope that they, uh, they do. Uh, one of the, uh, thing that we always have to, pay attention to is what is the overall uh, narrative and message and I have said this before especially when it regards into the to the media and talking about threats deaths death threats threats of violence intent that every time that the the media the mainstream media all the media when they talk about this they have a really hard time talking about this because they're worried about themselves of course. And so what we in the in the refiling and you'll read some of this stuff um, is making it clear that the people at Fox News got busted, got busted hard, and they're going to try and, you know, cover themselves using the standards of, you know, Sullivan versus New York and, and the various different other legal frameworks like newsworthiness, et cetera. But it will has failed massively, constantly, and extensively. And so part of the thing we want to do is cut them out of the world, even though they're wrapping themselves in the world of journalism, they even they fail severely in that. And that's the ongoing message where I'd like to see Fox News get tied up with the uh, seditious conspiracy oh, yeah. that was going on. That was oh, another yeah. area where they end up being covering themselves with the uh, the the legal framework, and um, I'm actually have to uh, you got to go. go off to a, a doctor's appointment to uh, to replace my failing CPAP machine oh. from Philips. I'm very upset about them. Oh. Um, but I that's the thing I want people to walk away with is understanding that we have to cut Fox out of the world of journalism, and this is a case where it clearly is. Not absolutely. Spocko will pick up this discussion uh, at another day. Uh, thank you for jumping on real quickly. I knew you had to get to a doctor's appointment, so I appreciate you calling in. Bye, everyone. Bye.
Drive safely. Uh, and talking about CPAP machine, I've got an old CPAP machine. You're welcome to. I can't use it. I just can't. I can't wear the mask. And I just can't. I can't. All right. So, um, I. All right. Let me share with you. Let me just start here with this filing. So I will link to it from the blog today where I post the show. And by the way, my show's not behind any paywall. Um, <clears throat> I did get a call earlier today from... Um, Dan and Golita's wife, who said, for the last few days, you haven't been on Progressive Voices. And I believe everything is fixed now. I'm looking, and yes, we appear to be on Progressive Voices, so hopefully you're hearing me loud and clear. Um, you guys are welcome to call in. It's just it's just us today, so we're going to be loosey-goosey free and talking about all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, so I pull up this, um, let me... Let me uh, oh no! I got to find the exact. Uh, so I'm, I will post the uh, the the link to the filing, the Dominion voting machines filing the 443 pages of the complaint that they filed that was released to the public yesterday on the blog where today's show is posted. It'll be at nicolesandler.com slash two dash seventeen dash twenty three. Um, and, and just know, you know, my show is not behind a paywall, so I do rely on your support to keep me going, but I know that there are a lot of people who can't afford it. And so they, you, if that's you, don't worry about it. If you can afford it and you enjoy listening to the show and you, um, you know, hopefully you will support us financially and you can do that at the website as well. NicoleSandler.com. Just look for the donate button or the buy me a cup of coffee or uh, Patreon. There's all kinds of ways to, to support the show. Anyway, so this, um, the, the Do Dominion versus Fox News complaint was filed in the Superior Court of the state of Delaware. And I'm just going to read to you the first, um, uh, I think it's like seven paragraphs where they lay out the complaint because this is really good. All right. So <clears throat> get my reading voice on. Fox, one of the most powerful media companies in the United States, gave life to a manufactured storyline about election fraud that cast a then little known voting machine company called Dominion as the villain. Oh, I, when they talk about the villain, I need to I need to get the the, the villainous music in here. Whoops, I, I think. Oh, there it is. Here's the villainous music. <laughs> here. Okay, cast Dominion as the villain. After the November third, twenty twenty presidential election, viewers began fleeing Fox in favor of media outlets endorsing the lie that massive fraud caused the then president, the former guy, Trump, um, uh, to lose the election. They saw Fox as insufficiently supportive of Trump, including because Fox was the first network to declare that Trump lost in Arizona. So Fox set out to lure viewers back, including Donald Trump himself, by intentionally and falsely blaming Dominion for Trump's loss by rigging the election. Okay, paragraph two. Fox endorsed, repeated, and broadcast a series of verifiably false yet devastating lies about Dominion. These outlandish, defamatory, and far-fetched fictions included Fox 
falsely claiming that one Dominion committed election fraud by rigging the 2020 presidential election Two, Dominion software and algorithms manipulated vote counts in the 2020 presidential election. Three, Dominion is owned by a company founded in Venezuela to rig elections for the dictator Hugo Chavez. And four, Dominion paid kickbacks to government officials who used its machines in the 2020 presidential election. Okay, we're getting into cuckoo territory here, but uh, bear with me. Paragraph three, Fox recklessly disregarded the truth. Indeed, Fox knew that these statements about Dominion were lies. Specifically, Fox knew the vote tallies from Dominion machines could easily be confirmed by independent audits and hand recounts of paper ballots, as has been done repeatedly since the election. Fox also knew that these lies were being rebutted by an increasingly long list of bipartisan election officials, election security experts, judges, then Attorney General Bill Barr, then U.S. Director of Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency Chris Krebs, Election Assistance Commissioner Ben Hovland, Republican Republican Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Republican Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, and Republican former Colorado Secretary of State Wayne Williams, to name a few, not to mention some within Fox itself. We go on to uh, paragraph four. Fox, likewise, knew there was no evidence whatsoever to support the Venezuela or kickbacks claims, the latter of which was obviously manufactured whole cloth in an effort to discredit Republicans who undermined the false election rigging claim by verifying the vote counts from Dominion machines. Yet, even after Fox was put on specific written notice of the facts, it stuck to the inherently improbable and demonstrably false preconceived narrative and continued broadcasting the lies of facially unreliable sources, which were embraced by Fox's own on-air personalities because the lies were good for Fox's business. Remember what I told you about the stock prices? Business! Paragraph 5. Fox took a small flame and turned it into a forest fire. As the dominant media company among those viewers dissatisfied with the election results, Fox gave these fictions a prominence they otherwise would not have achieved. With Fox's global platform, an audience of hundreds of millions, and the inevitable and extensive republication and dissemination of falsehoods through social media, these lies deeply damaged Dominion's once thriving business. Dominion is a voting machine company that was founded in 2002 in John Poulos's basement. Poulos's objective of accurate, transparent, and accessible elections motivated him to create Dominion. He went on to build what was, until recently, one of the fastest-growing technology companies in North America. While Dominion was known within the voting machine industry and supplied machines in 28 states, it was little known to the public at large. 
These lies transformed Dominion into a household name. As a result of Fox's orchestrated defamatory campaign, Dominion's employees, from its software engineers to its founder and chief executive officer, have been repeatedly harassed. Some have even received death threats. And of course, Dominion's business has suffered enormous and irreparable economic harm. Paragraph 7. The truth matters. Lies have consequences. Fox told a false story of election fraud in order to serve its own commercial purposes, severely injuring Dominion in the process. If this case does not rise to the level of defamation by a broadcaster, then nothing does. Dominion brings this lawsuit to set the record straight, to vindicate its rights, and to recover damages for the devastating economic harm done to its business. Okay, so that's the first section in the filing that was released yesterday by Dominion in its lawsuit against Fox. Fox, not news, right? Okay. The next section is headlined Parties and Relevant Non-Parties. And I find this part fascinating because here's where they name names. These are the people they are suing. In addition to the corporate entity of Fox, which you'll hear, they name individual broadcasters, which is why I asked the chat bot the question. But he, let me read it to you. Let me share it with you because this is just this is just too good. So heading parties and relevant non-parties. Paragraph eight. Plaintiff U.S. Dominion Inc. is a for-profit Delaware corporation with its principal place of business in Denver, Colorado. You mean not Venezuela? Sorry, I digress. Nine, Plaintiff Voting Systems, Inc. is a for-profit Delaware corporation with its principal place of business in Denver, Colorado, and has maintained an office in New York since July of 2009. It is a wholly owned subsidiary of U.S. Dominion, Inc. Plaintiff Dominion Voting Systems Corporation is a for-profit Ontario corporation with its principal place of business in Toronto, Ontario. It is a wholly owned subsidiary of U.S. Dominion, Inc., and it goes on to correctively uh, refer to as Dominion. Again, still nothing about Venezuela or Hugo Chavez. Go figure. Eleven. Here's where we get to the defendants. Defendant Fox News Network, LLC, now known as Fox, has overseen the most watched cable news network in America for five years running. The company was formed and is organized under the laws of Delaware and has principal place of business in New York. It is wholly owned by Fox Corporation, a Delaware corporation also had headquartered in New York. By the way, you know why they're all headquartered in Delaware, right? Tax advantages. Just saying. They're not doing business in Delaware. They're not based in Delaware. They're based in New York, but they have better tax write-offs in Delaware. Yeah, that's why the credit companies are based there too. But I digress. Sorry, back to the, 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 the filing. Um, Let's see. Fox operates the Fox News Channel, the Fox Business Channel, Fox News Radio, and Fox News Digital, which includes the Fox.com, FoxNews.com, and FoxBusiness.com websites. Fox's social media accounts and Fox's digital subscription services, such as Fox Nation, which it refers to collectively as Fox News Media. The Fox <coughs> News and Fox Business Channels are available in over 80 million households. And Fox boasts that Fox <coughs> News Media reaches 200 million people each month. 
They also simulcast the broadcasts, including through Sirius XM. In 2020, the Fox <clears throat> News Channel averaged over 3.5 million viewers during its primetime evening news programming and nearly 2 million daytime viewers. While Fox News Digital reported that its digital, digital network earned 24 billion, with a B, billion multi-platform views and 54 billion total multi-platform minutes. Fox repeatedly published defamatory, let me say that again, Fox repeatedly published defamatory falsehoods about Dominion, including by broadcasting and rebroadcasting the defamatory falsehoods of its on-air personalities. I, I, I think I need a drum roll here. Maria Bartiromo, Tucker Carlson, Lou Dobbs, Sean Hannity, Janine Pirro, and their chosen guests, as well as by republishing those falsehoods across Fox's websites, social media accounts, and subscription service platforms. Republication of these falsehoods through digital media, including social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, reach tens, if not hundreds of millions of viewers in excess of Fox's television audience through followers of its social media accounts and through further republication of the falsehoods by those followers. In December 2020, for instance, Fox noted that as a result of its election coverage, it had reached more than 100 million unique visitors through its digital platforms, including 51 million Facebook users and 23 million Instagram users. Again, I'm reading all of this to you just so you can hear how they've qualified the enormous reach of this media company. Oh, we're getting to Laura Ingraham, Nancy, Nancy asks in the chat room. We're getting there. Okay, here we go. Um, paragraph 12. Now we're talking about the individual defendants. Maria Bartiromo. You know, I call her tits because, um, because at the, I think it was the gridiron dinner the first year uh, during the, the 2016 campaign when both candidates, Clinton and Trump, spoke at this big dinner. Or it was the Al Smith dinner. Sorry, it wasn't the gridiron. It was the Al Smith dinner in New York. The Catholic Church and Maria Bartiromo is sitting directly behind Donald Trump. All you could see are her boobs threatening to break out of her dress. That, that you're, you're listening. If you're watching, you see Trump talking, but all you see behind him are Maria Bartiromo's tits. So she's tits Bartiromo to me from here on out. And she's, and, and she's got tits for brains. That's why I call her that. So back to the filing. Paragraph 12. Maria Bartiromo is a Fox News and Fox Business personality who hosts Mornings with Maria. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Fox Business and the Sunday weekly program, Sunday Morning Futures with Maria Bartiromo on Fox News. Fox promotes Mornings with Maria as the, quote, number one pre-market business news program in cable and boasts that the Sunday Morning Futures, quote, routinely ranks as the highest rated show on Sundays in cable news. Uh. At all relevant times, Bartiromo has been an agent for Fox. Again, this is in the defendant's section when when they are identifying who they're suing. In September 2019, Bartiromo struck a new multi-year deal with Fox worth a reported $10 million per year. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. At all relevant times, 
Fox broadcast Mornings with Maria and Sunday Morning Futures from its New York headquarters. Fox operates and exercises control over the Twitter accounts for those two shows and at Maria Bartiromo, which is evidenced by the fact that the at Maria Bartiromo account profile lists and tags the accounts for the for Mornings with Maria and Sunday Morning Futures, as well as Fox Business and Fox News. And the fact that tweets are posted to the Maria Bartiromo account during live broadcasts when she could not post herself. Although actually... I post to the at Nicole Sandler account during the show because I can do more than one thing at a time. And sorry, I don't have a staff of 20 people doing my work for me. So anyway, I digress. Back to the filing. Uh, it goes on. Fox frequently republishes shows and segments from from all of her shows on Twitter and Facebook. Okay. After Bartiromo's shows featured defamatory falsehoods about Dominion, Fox continued to promote her shows and gave her increased responsibilities. Interesting how that happened. Uh, As of the filing of this complaint, she has been named and has served as a temporary host to a new 7 p.m. primetime show on the Fox so-called news channel. Okay, so there's Maria Tits Bartiromo. Up next, number 13, Tucker Carlson is a Fox News personality and the host of Fox's Tucker Carlson tonight. At all relevant times, Carlson has been an agent for Fox. As of August 19th, 2020, he had several years left on his Fox contract, which was valued at $10 million per year. Do they pay all these people $10 million a year? You see, this is why some people sell out. I personally know some radio people who are always pretty liberal But they decided to go for the big bucks and play Republican on radio. By the way, I was offered one of those jobs once at WFTL here in Fort Lauderdale. The the then owner of the station said, you're great. I like you, but your politics are nuts. If you could just come over to our side, I'll, you know, I'll put you on the air. And I told him to suck my mushroom dick. Basically, in different words, but you know that you you get the idea. I'd rather be poor and be able to live with myself than to be a shill for this kind of nonsense. Again, I digress. Back to fucker Carlson. Carlson holds Fox News Premier 8 p.m. primetime weekly slot and cucker. Fucker Carlson tonight was the second most watched cable news program in 2020. Fox operates and controls his Instagram account, which is blah, blah, blah. Fox pre frequently republishes shows and segments from fucker Carlson tonight on the Instagram account. And obviously they're going through each of these personalities and showing that the network controlled these accounts because they use those accounts to amplify these segments in which they told bullshit lies. They promoted the big lie, even though they knew they were lies. Okay, so number 14, Lou Dobbs is a Fox business personality who hosted Lou Dobbs Tonight, which Fox described as the number one news program on business television. At all relevant times, Dobbs has been an agent for Fox. And even after Fox canceled Lou Dobbs Tonight on February 5th, 2021, Dobbs remained under contract with Fox. And then it goes to the same 
you know, criteria. He broadcast a show from its New York headquarters when Fox aired false statements about Dominion on Lou Dobbs tonight. Dobbs promoted, with Fox's approval, his book about the former guy called The Trump Century and encouraged viewers to visit Loud... Oh, 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 Lou... So it's loudobshop.com, but I'm reading loud Ababa shop. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, his website to purchase his Dobbs themed clothing and accessories. Ooh, got to get me some of those. Until at least February 5th, 2021, Fox operated and exercised control of the Instagram account, the Facebook account, the Twitter account, as the official social media accounts, blah, 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 blah. Again, Fox frequently republished shows and, and segments from those shows to those social media accounts. Next up, number 15, Sean Hannity is a Fox News personality, quote, one of the most prominent and influential conservative voices in the country. And the host of Fox's Hannity. Hannity holds Fox News' coveted 9 p.m. primetime weekday slot and was the most watched cable news program in 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020. Ah, And you know why that is? Because Fox loves, uh, just like Donald Trump, the poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. Yeah, they do. Okay, Uh, Bobby in North Carolina. Hi. You there? No. I'm here, Nicole, and I'm screaming, screaming, screaming. <laughs> oh. You, you, <laughs> and look, I need to get some uh, Lou Dobbs 70s <laughs> bell bottoms. If he's got, <laughs> well, I'm sure he's go got some in the closet. LoudOBBSSHOP.com. <laughs> also known as LouDobbsShop.com. Who knew? I oh, got a loud ob. <laughs> There's, I tell you, man, those conservatives, they'll sell anything. They <laughs> I'm still waiting for my Trump card. Yeah, oh, but, God. <laughs> but, you know, when we were kids, and uh, you're younger than me, but still, uh, when we were kids, our parents taught us not to lie. Yeah. You know, they stress, you know, you, could, you tell one lie and you're in trouble. You tell two lies. And get called, man, you know, back then, corporal punishment was the word of the day. So, no, spanking. I don't call it corporal spanking. (laughs) So now we have grown people that run this country, that run media organizations, that lie every day, constantly, and with a smile, and then they'll call you a liar. Yeah, right. But we got them on tape. Saying it loud do. in books, and, and yes. they'll turn around and, and ask them a question about it. Well, what about uh, the border? Uh, no, I'm asking you about the lie that you told. Well, you know, uh, but, you never but, get an answer. But yeah. transvestites, transsexuals, oh, transgender people. Oh, my God. There are guys going into the girls' bathroom. Oh, stop it. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know where kids learn more about homosexuality and transsexuality and, you know, sex change and all that? They hear from the news. Yeah. Hey, well. Because, with, you know, the books they read, you know, that, you know they well, learn more about people telling other people that they shouldn't be learning about it. Because they keep talking about it. Right. And now the, the, the responsible books that help kids who have questions to deal with this stuff is being taken off the shelves because because Ron DeSantis calls it pornography. Oh, God. Oh, my God. 
God. All right. the, 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 uh, I mean, he's going lower and lower. I mean, him, Marco Rubio, and Cruz, man, if they all got on a boat together... Oh, I can no, put a few more on the They need to the get boat. in a balloon together and go up about 25,000 feet. <laughs> and let's shoot them down. And they're just looking we'll, around. We'll shoot down that balloon at a cost of half a billion dollars. Because, you know, that's what it costs to shoot those balloons down. You know, you know common, what's common important sense, in life? You know, common sense. Uh, also, why wouldn't you shoot the balloon down over or anything down over water? Because whatever's in it, it's going to land in water, and you can preserve what you can get it. Yeah. You drop yeah. it on the ground. Okay. Yeah. All right, Bobby, I'm going to run because uh, i got a lot more of this I need to get through before the end of the oh, hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm glad you let me cut right. in. Have Thank a great weekend. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. All right, so now we went through um, – we did uh, – the last one was – oh, Sean Hannity, right? Next up – Janine Pirro, or should I say Janine Pirro as a Fox News personality who hosts Justice with Judge Janine. At all relevant times, Pirro has been an agent for Fox. Isn't that how she sounds? Something like that. She has a long-term contract with Fox at all relevant times. Fox broadcasts Justice with Judge Janine from its New York headquarters. Something like that. Um, Fox operates and exercises control of her Twitter account, her Facebook account, her Instagram account. And, uh, you know, they post during her show. Again, they're, they're getting all these facts into the record. And that Fox republishes those shows and segments all over social media. Okay. Those are the Fox employees and on-air personalities uh, that, the, well, I should say the on-air personalities that are named. Next up, number 17. Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell is an attorney and the author of a self-published book that purports to be a seminal work in exposing, wait, in exposing the deep state, uh, the deep state. <sighs> Powell briefly pursued spurious legis- uh, litig- litigation, challenging the 2020 presidential election beginning on November 25th, 2020, but her cases had all been summarily dismissed by federal judges by December 9th, 2020. So like two weeks later, uh, Fox repeatedly hosted Powell on its programming in the weeks and months following the 2020 presidential election to promote falsehoods about Dominion. Oh, this is just too funny. Um, number 18. Oh, this is a good one. He, he gets a drum, lo- drum, drum roll. Rudolph Giuliani is the former mayor of New York City who has more recently found work as a YouTube podcast host, a radio show host, and an attorney to the former guy in the Trump campaign. Giuliani never signed any complaint concerning the 2020 election, whether for the Trump campaign or anyone else that contained any allegations about Dominion. But Fox repeatedly hosted Giuliani on its programming in the weeks following the 2020 election to promote falsehoods about Dominion. Next on the list. Come on. You know it. You know him. You love him. You know him as the pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Hey, come on down, Mike. Mike Lindell is the founder and CEO of MyPillow Inc., one of Fox's biggest sponsors. Get this. In the first three quarters of 2020, my pillow spent more than 62 million dollars 
on TV ads with nearly 99% of it going to cable channels like Fox, not news. Wow. Um, let's see. In the first half of 2020, my pillow ads made up about 37.8 of the advertising revenue for Fucker Carlson tonight and 15% of the advertising revenue for Hannity. After Fox stopped putting Powell and Giuliani on the air, Tucker Carlson and Fox knowingly broadcast lies about Dominion to a global audience by inviting Lindell on Tucker Carlson tonight, where they knew he would repeat those lies in response to questions about why he had been banned from Twitter. So those are the people named. Then it goes into factual allegations. And it goes, it starts back in the early 2000s. And I'm not going to read all of this. Uh, Again, we're only on page 14 of 443 pages of this complaint. I did pull from different sources, the New York Times, the Washington Post, um, uh, and, and other publications, their bombshell moments. And let me share a couple of those with you. You know, one of them, I keep hearing that there are actual journalists working at Fox. You know, I saw something on Twitter or Mastodon today, people saying, well, Brett Baer will certainly leave because he's an actual journalist and he's not going to stand for this. I haven't seen anything from Brett Baer. But we do have this instance and it's cited in one of the um, the clips. In fact, let me see if I can't find that for you. Because, is it on this one? No, I've got, I've got all these pages of notes. I'm not the most organized person around. All right, so let me see if, oh, it's over there. Let me see if I can find this part for you. No, is it not on that page either? Um, all right. Nah, uh, nah. <laughs> not finding that. All right. So let me just play this clip because at one point, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Neil Cavuto cut away from Kaylee McEnany. Remember Kaylee McEnany? She became the White House press secretary in the last months of the former guy's administration. And then after that, she went to work at Fox where she now hosts the show. Remember that this woman, I'm about to show you this clip. She is a host on the Fox not news channel now, but this is what happened. I don't have the date on this, honestly, but this was in the days immediately after the election when the, the big lie was being perpetrated by not only these news spokesmodels, but uh, the network itself. Okay, you go, uh, McEnany. Well, well, well I, I just think we have to be Wait, very clear. Hold on. She's I, charging. Up hold the, on. Other- I, got, I got to back it up because, because he cuts her off. I, I think this clip starts. After she makes the statement that he cuts her off about, oh well, here it goes. Illegal votes. Well, 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 I just think we have illegal to be very votes. clear. She's charging. Uh, the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up, I can't, in good countenance, continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do Ooh. have something to back that up. But that's an explosive charge to make. That the other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Huh. Uh, if she does bring proof of that, of course, we'll take you back. So far, she has started saying right at the outset, welcoming fraud, welcoming illegal voting. Not so fast. Not so fast. Wow. So that's Neil Cavuto, who cut away 
uh, so I got it wrong. She wasn't a guest there. They were carrying her commentary, her her press conference or whatever it was, um, in which she was spreading these lies. And Neil Cavuto, I guess, understands the meaning of the word integrity. I don't know. And he cut away. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm gonna, not going to let her do that. Wow. You see, we don't see enough of that on the Fox. Not that I would know because I don't really watch. You know, David turns it on every once in a while for comic relief. I don't find it humorous. I don't find any comedy in it. I I just find it infuriating. All right. Let me see if I can't find this um this uh uh article. I think I think it's the Washington Post. I want to share with you. Uh yes. Okay. Four takeaways. So there's some good stuff here. Four takeaways from um the 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 filing the first being according to um uh who wrote this i want to give credit where credit is due aaron blake at the washington post the first of the four takeaways is one how leaders at fox viewed their business model and it says the filing is rife with examples of fox hosts and executives worrying that departing from Trump's line or questioning his team's claims might hurt their business model. This is what I was telling you about, the business model thing. Um, They worried, especially about Newsmax, which was less discerning in its coverage of Trump's election conspiracy theories and saw a ratings boom at the time. So the Fox executives acknowledged the shoddiness of Newsmax's 2020 election coverage, but also expressed concern that the rival network was taking its viewers. So they have some texts, text transcripts on November 10th, a week after the election. Fox News president Jay Wallace texted, the Newsmax surge is a bit troubling. Truly is an alternative universe when you watch, but it can't be ignored. Rupert Murdoch, six days later, emailed, quote, these people should be watched if skeptically. We don't want to antagonize Trump further, but Giuliani, taken with a large grade of salt, everything is at stake here. Two days later, Fox executive Ron Mitchell put it more bluntly while noting that Newsmax was citing sources like the conspiracy theory website Gateway Pundit. And about that, he wrote, quote, this type of conspiratorial reporting might be exactly what the disgruntled Fox News Channel viewer is looking for. They want to chase the viewers that left them to go to Newsmax where they weren't reporting accurately, but they were telling them what they wanted to hear. Throughout in this first section, it says Fox seemed to recognize that it could not question fraud claims too thoroughly. After Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell's news conference full of false and business baseless claims on November 19th, that same Fox executive, Ron Mitchell, spoke derisively about their statements. Quote, will you be mentioning the international crime conspiracy to steal the election featuring Soros, Maduro, Chavez, Antifa, Cuba and China? He asked rhetorically. But then he lamented that, quote, those clowns put us in an awkward place where we're going to need to thread the needle. Then Bill Salmon, remember that name from the Bridgegate nonsense? It's all very incestuous. Bill Salmon, then Fox News senior vice president, added to the laments at one point saying, it's remarkable how weak ratings make good journalists do bad things. Woo! This is a great section. The second takeaway 
reprimands for fact-checking the claims. This is incredible. Here's where they cite Neil Cavuto cutting away from White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany, who had claimed that Democrats took positions on voting issues because they were, quote, welcoming fraud and illegal voting. You heard Neil Cavuto push back against that. Well, the filing says that um, uh, after that, where Neil Cavuto said, I want to make sure that they have do have something to back that up. The filing says that Fox News executive Raj Shah's team notified senior leadership that Cavuto's actions amounted to a, quote, brand threat. The next day, another executive, Porter Berry, noted Newsmax was going after Cavuto and said, quote, they're just whacking us smart on their part on their part. In another instance, they point out reporter Kristen Fisher, a Fox reporter, fact-checked Giuliani and Powell's November 19th news conference, saying, quote, so much of what he said was simply not true or has already been thrown out in court. She correctly noted that the claims did not line up with what Trump's lawyers were saying in court and that they had failed to provide evidence. That segment drew extensive criticism from Trump allies, including on Newsmax, Fisher afterwards said she was reprimanded by her boss, Brian Boughton, who, quote, emphasized that higher ups at Fox News were also unhappy with it and that she, quote, needed to do a better job of, this is a quote, respecting our audience. Oh, my God. So I'm just going to let you know, letting letting the um, progressive voices audience know I'm going to go a little longer with this. Not too much longer, but you can switch over if you need to to NicoleSandler.com slash listen-live, and you can pick up the YouTube feed or you can pick up my Nicole Sandler stream or my other YouTube channel, uh, uh, a tune-in channel, um, or you can come back later and get the podcast for free, however you want, or just come to the website because I'm going to post a link to the story too, okay? Um, <clears throat> because this goes on, it says around the same time, Fox host Dana Perino noted on air rather presciently that Dominion could sue over the Trump team's claims. You think? Um, uh, let's see. Fox News chief executive Suzanne Scott responded to both Fisher and Perino incidents by noting that the, quote, crazies were, quote, looking for and blowing up all appearances of disrespect to the audience. She added, quote, the audience feels like we crapped on them and we have damaged their trust and belief in us. We can fix this but we cannot smirk at our viewers any longer. She's saying we got to keep lying to them in order to keep them. Wow. And, and then here's the other part I wanted to get to. The filing also repeatedly shows Fox worried about how being too hard on the claims would alienate that audience. Another case involves uh, Fox reporter Jackie Heinrich, who tweeted a fact check of a Trump tweet about Dominion in which he mentioned Fox Not News host Sean Hannity and Fox business host Lou Dobbs. Heinrich noted that, quote, top election infrastructure officials rejected the claim. Carlson told Hannity to get Heinrich fired. Quote, this I guess it was, I don't know if it was in a tweet or an email, but the quote is there. They have the receipts. Carlson told Hannity, quote, it needs to stop immediately, like tonight. It's measurably hurting the company. The stock price is down, not a joke, end quote. Wow. 
the the Washington Post uh, wrap up of this writes this one's a little more complicated. The filing notes Heinrich later deleted the tweet, but she replaced it with another very similar one. It appears the first tweet responded to Trump specifically mentioning Hannity's and Dobbs shows promoting the claim. <clears throat> Her replacement tweet responded to a different Trump tweet, referring to coverage by One America News instead. So in this case, it's not clear the issue was so much her fact check per se, so much as her seeming to question the coverage on Hannity's and Dobbs shows. This is insane, just insane. The next section is about deriding Giuliani, Powell and Fox hosts because they weren't allowed to do that. And then the fourth section is the full picture of the dual posture at Fox saying that, you know, They wanted to have it both ways. They privately derided Trump for his conspiracy theories and for his delayed response when the riot, the January 6th events began, but showed little, if any, such concern to viewers. They recognized Trump was the catalyst for January 6th in a way they publicly discounted or ignored. It's no secret that the inner workings of any organization, news or otherwise, can be untidy when they come to light. That has been the case with past defamation suits against media companies. But, writes Aaron Blake, the entire still emerging picture of Fox is one of an organization that was scared to tell its viewers the truth and instead internalize what it saw as the business value of airing false and baseless claims from non-credible actors, whether its own staff explicitly endorsed them or not. And its product reflected that posture in a way that has now put it in legal and financial jeopardy. Oh, this is so good. So if you need some beach reading or, you know, ski lift reading, sorry, I'm in Florida, ski lift reading this weekend, read the whole filing. Again, it's long, but there are gems of information in there that make you go, hmm, hmm. All right. With that, I'm going to end. But just know, I will post, again, a link to the entire 443-page filing and this Washington Post article and maybe a few others on the blog at NicoleSandler.com slash 2-17-23. It'll be posted by 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, It's now about 5 after 6 Eastern. Reading of this, so I'm going to go rest my voice and uh, take a weekend. Monday is President's Day. I know it's a holiday, but I'll probably be here because, you know, I could pack. Well, I'll decide by Monday. We'll see. One way or another, we'll have some, something for you to listen to, and I promise it'll be good, okay? In the meantime, thank you for listening. This has been, I know, this, this has been a long, tough week. At least we get to end it on an interesting note. All right. I'll leave you with the news. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the work I do. Uh, Thank you for pushing back against the fascists and the liars and the people who want to um, really destroy this country because we got to, got to take care of one another. We do. Before I get to the news, um, a taste of Fox kind of news. This is your Fox Nazi News Update with Hans Gruber. 
Good evening. The White House announced today that dissenter stations are now open to all registered Democrats to be processed for appropriate work camp assignments. This has been approved by the Pfizer court with the understanding that many Democrats are Jews and are bred like rats. Another victory for President Bush in his war against terrorism. Heil Bush. In another decision to rubber stamp new laws by order of Reich Marshal Ashcroft, the Supreme Court ruled today that all home computers not directly linked to the Department of Information will be confiscated. Dancing or listening to other than approved state marches will no longer be tolerated. Violators will be facing similar charges as those of accused protesters facing work camp imprisonment. Women with a breast size of A cup or larger must be mesecticized. All breasts must be removed. Additionally, any woman even mentioning abortion will be beaten with a wire hanger and forced to stand outside for a week. Another victory for President Bush in his war against terrorism. Bill Bush. Our glorious President Bush will be attending the ceremonial burning of the U.S. Constitution and will be signing the Eli Lilly security bill into law as soon as the White House is rebuilt after last month's devastating Al-Qaeda attack. Another victory for President Bush in his war against terrorism. This has been a Fox Nazi News update. Fox Nazi News. Stay comfortable and leave the thinking to us. Tonight on Fox Nazi News, a special report we wrote all by ourselves. Barack Saddam Hussein Osama Obama. The Democrats' golden boy. What you don't know about Iraq's Saddam Hussein Osama Obama may surprise you. As a boy, he went to mattress in Mr. Wilson's all-night mattress store and practiced Wahhabism as a hobby, all the way to Kimo's hobby. He kidnapped Lindbergh's baby. He was the mystery man on the grassy knoll. Saddam Hussein was his uncle. And if you look closely, you'll realize his real father was Jack Webb. Plus, an infuriating and typically uninformed commentary from one of our garden-variety, hard-looking bleach blondes hand-picked out of our stable of Republican blondes that put out easy and appealed to our elderly and drunk right-wing viewers. Fox Nazi News. 30% of the truth for the 30% of you. Watch and obey. This is Fox So-Called News. Your original source for fake news. Fox News. Obey what we say. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Well, that was underwhelming. The few pages released Thursday from the Fulton County, Georgia Grand Jury Report provided even less information than we had expected. The most newsworthy revelation was the paragraph that said the grand jury believed at least one witness lied while testifying under oath and recommended the prosecutors, quote, seek appropriate indictments against those they believe lied. We also learned that the jurors unanimously found no evidence of widespread fraud in the election, undercutting Donald Trump's persistent lies that he won. Of course, the response from Trump was typical. He outlandishly claimed that the excerpts were a, quote, total exoneration. Yeah, they're anything but. And now we wait for District Attorney Fonnie Willis's next move. Meanwhile, another document dump on Thursday was much larger and definitely more interesting. Dominion Voting Systems, you remember them, the company that sells electronic voting equipment, they filed a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox <coughs> News and its parent company, Fox Corporation, saying that Fox employees and guests 
deliberately amplified false claims that Dominion changed votes in the 2020 election. As the April start of the trial approaches, Dominion released a tranche of court filings on Thursday with some huge revelations, including actual text messages and emails from Fox personalities like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, all of them admitting that they knew the story was bogus. CNN's media reporter Oliver Darcy saying, I think these messages really just expose Fox News as a propaganda network. That's what they do at the core. I mean, they show in excruciating detail that the highest ranking executives at Fox News, uh, Rupert Murdoch, Suzanne Scott, the CEO, as well as some of the top hosts, like you just mentioned, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, they knew, they privately knew these election fraud claims from the, the Trump team were nonsense. They used very harsh language to describe them, but they allowed these lies to take hold on the network's air. Your original source for fake news, Fox News. We make shit up. Stay tuned. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan on Thursday traveled to East Palestine, Ohio. He promised that the Biden administration will get to the bottom of the train derailment that resulted in a fire and toxic chemical spill a few weeks ago. The visit came hours after a very tense town hall meeting where angry residents demanded that town officials address ongoing safety issues. The railroad... Norfolk Southern had agreed to participate, but then backed out before the meeting ever started. In a news conference with Senator Sherrod Brown, the EPA administrator said, the community has questions and we hear you, and added, we are absolutely going to hold Norfolk Southern accountable. Authorities say that air monitoring has not detected any air quality problems, but officials are urging residents to drink bottled water until testing shows that their wells are safe. But wait, there's more. Authorities are now investigating after another Norfolk Southern train carrying hazard materials derailed Thursday outside of Detroit. Local police say, again, there's no evidence of exposed hazardous materials. And in this case, none of the train cars containing hazardous materials were compromised. Police say that no injuries have been reported. But this derailment comes less than two weeks after another of Norfolk Southern's trains carrying toxic chemicals derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, where residents remain frustrated and fearful, and understandably so, about exposure. Next door in Pennsylvania, the junior senator, John Fetterman, checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Wednesday night to receive treatment for clinical depression. Fetterman had been hospitalized last week after feeling lightheaded and, of course, after suffering a stroke during his 2022 campaign for the Senate. His chief of staff, in a statement released Thursday afternoon, said while John has experienced depression on and off throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks. He added that Fetterman is receiving inpatient care on a voluntary basis. It is worth noting that Fetterman is not the first senator to suffer from depression, but he is certainly one of the first to ever publicly acknowledge that he's receiving treatment for it thanks to the stigma surrounding mental health issues. But the stigma is illogical. Mental illnesses are among the most common health conditions in the U.S., according to the CDC. More than 50 
5% of us will be diagnosed with a mental illness or disorder at some point in our lives. President Biden on Thursday said his administration still doesn't know exactly what those mysterious objects flying over North American airspace were, but he said there's no indication they were tied to China's sky balloon program or surveillance vehicles from other countries. And the administration has already warned us that they were not extraterrestrial beings. Okay, if you say so. They did say that the objects were most likely balloons tied to private institutions or research. Sure. Separately, the president underwent a routine physical on Thursday, and his physician said he remains healthy and vigorous and is, quote, fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency. Wow, it's nice to have a normal medical expert talking about the health of the president. Just saying. From the Miracles Do Happen files, at least three more people have been rescued alive from the rubble of the devastating earthquake that struck Turkey and Syria 10 days ago. A rescued 17-year-old was dubbed the Miracle Girl when she was found alive underneath the debris in Turkey on Thursday, 248 hours after the quake hit on February 6th. Her rescue was then followed by the rescue of two others, a 30-year-old and a 12-year-old, who told rescuers that there were more people buried nearby. The death toll is devastating. Almost 44,000 people are now confirmed to have died in the region following the quake. And finally, in a move I'm grateful for as he's countering the authoritarian practices of Florida's governor, President Biden on Thursday signed an executive order directing federal agencies to step up efforts to address racial inequality and systemic racism. Biden called for extending a review of longstanding disparities in government services and treatment that he ordered on his first day in office and for making it an annual requirement for federal agencies. The order, signed during Black History Month, shows that Biden is serious about the commitment he made when he took office to put equity at the center of how this government operates. Biden saying, by advancing equity, the federal government can support and empower all Americans. That sure sounds a lot better than... We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. You think? And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.